Hello, and welcome to Regeneratively Speaking, a podcast brought to you by the Wake Forest Institute for Regenerative Medicine in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm Emily Gregg. And I'm Joshua Huntsberger. In each episode, we bring you interviews with guest researchers and our institute's faculty covering the latest cutting-edge research on regenerative medicine. Our guests today are Joan Shank, who is Academic Research Program Officer at Wake Forest Institute for Regenerative Medicine, and Georgia Institute of Technology PhD student, Michael Hunkler. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. So we have a treat for today as we're going to delve into our own undergraduate training programs in regenerative medicine, where Joan can provide us a nice overview of what the current goals and vision are for WFIRM's program, and Michael is a graduate student of our Summer Scholars Program, so he can provide some information on his own experience, how he learned of this opportunity, what the program was like, and how his undergraduate research experience at WFIRM impacted his future advanced education and career goals. Josh, it's really great to be here, um, and uh, really excited about talking about the educational programs here at WFIRM. You know, an integral part of our mission is supporting next generation scientists and clinicians. And uh, WFIRM, since uh, the establishment of the Institute, has really been active in this area and has provided educational opportunities across the levels of learning. And that spans under undergraduate education to postdoctoral as well as a lot of community outreach. But the undergraduate program has really been front and center here at WFIRM. And really the reason for that is you know, we really recognize that undergraduate research is not only an essential component of good teaching, but research with undergraduates is in itself the purest form of teaching. Some of the primary goals of the program include really the biggest goal is to provide a positive research experience to encourage and challenge undergraduates to grow as scientists and clinicians. You know, we have 33 core faculty here at WFIRM and 50 adjunct faculty. And, you know, we're affiliated with the School of Medicine, but it really is incredible the commitment that the faculty have here with undergraduate students. They partner with undergraduates during the academic year as well as in the summer. In addition to providing one-on-one -on -one training, they're also provided opportunities to take advantage of uh, many of the special seminars. We have a lot of distinguished uh, visitors here at the Institute. We have a special seminar series that's designed for the undergraduates that can really expose them outside of their individual project, the richness of the field spanning you know, from cells to biomaterials to uh, translation. This is a translational institute. And also really focus on honing their communication skills. So Michael, starting with you, we were wondering if you could start off with a little background on yourself and uh, in particular, what made you first interested in regenerative medicine? Yeah. So I am a type 1 diabetic. Um, I was diagnosed in my first year of high school, and my brother was also a type 1 diabetic. And so I was, like, really interested in science throughout my whole life. My parents, my mom was, like, a science teacher, everything. And um, so during high school, I, uh, I had an insulin pump. And so I used to think I really wanted to uh, focus my life's work on um, treating type 1 diabetes. 
And so it was during high school when I started to realize, like, wow, I could really get involved in uh, insulin pump technology. And so I actually went into my undergrad for mechanical engineering. Um, but it was actually during the beginning of my undergrad when I did a lot of reading in other fields um, where I stumbled across this, this concept of cell encapsulation. And that's the idea where you can take a particular cell type, uh, in particular for type 1 diabetes, it's the islet of Langerhans, and you can encapsulate it in a polymer, a thin polymer coating, which prevents it from uh, having an immune reaction. And it was actually a paper written by Dr. Emmanuel Opara from W Firm. And um, I didn't think anything of W Firm at the time, but I started to read about cell encapsulation. It was really his paper, one of his review papers, that kind of got me really, really interested in this field. And then um, as I read more about it and followed the technology, um, it was during uh, my junior year of of undergrad at Notre Dame that I realized that um, I could actually contribute to this field. And so that's when I started to look into more so read about regenerative medicine in particular, what Wake Forest was doing. Um, and that's how I kind of, I guess that's how I got involved in regen med through Wake Forest. Wake Forest was kind of my exposure to uh, regenerative medicine uh, from the start. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's actually a really good segue to our next question, um, which is why did you decide to come to W Firm for the Summer Scholars Program? It's regenerative medicine and, and W Firm were kind of the, the same thing for me. Um, they they were W Firm was how I understood regen med at the time, and so it was really through Dr. Opara that I I saw that he was uh, involved with the, uh, the Summer Scholars Program. Um, and so I applied to the Summer Scholars Program um, because I really wanted to work with uh, Dr. Opara. Um, but I also knew that W Firm, through my reading of literature at the time, the W Firm really was a leader in the field of regen med um, and just like really great faculty. Um, and uh, I, I learned a lot more when I got there how, how phenomenal it really was in the environment. Um, that they provided. Great. Just on a personal note, I, I think that's really um, affirmation for us how you went out and sought, you had a particular area that you were interested in, diabetes mm -hmm. research. You went to the literature, you were looking at what is the leading technology, and um, you then, you know, continued forward looking at the, the Summer Scholars Program, applying. Um, to work with Dr. Opara, I, I think that really shows um, good initiative on your part and um, how you can really go after your dreams. And, and I think right. that um, speaks a lot to how you can be successful in life in, in having goals and taking the initiative to, to go after. So uh, I, I really um, connect with, with your story. And, and, yeah. and, and, and I think having that personal um, um, aspect in the I investment in the research is also quite powerful because um, mm -hmm. it gives that added um, incentive to, to really move the field forward. Yeah, my uh, younger brother was diagnosed before me and I even, before I even had diabetes in high school, I used to think, oh man, 
this was really something I wanted to work on because I saw how much it affected his life. And then I was diagnosed with it, and I realized, man, this really is something that needs to be fixed. But um, I think it is something, I think it is a disease that has uh, kind of given me a very uh, unique drive, I guess. I'm somewhat grateful that it has given me this opportunity, I think, uh, to, to, you know, focus on it so so diligently. Mm-hmm. Great, great. So, so Michael, just wondering, prior to this experience um, at WFIRM, had you previously participated in undergraduate research? Um, yeah, yes, I had, actually. I started doing undergraduate research in high school um, at Notre Dame. Um, after, after school, I would go into a lab. Um, I was working on uh, biochemistry research with the Ebola uh, viral protein. Um, and then from there, I went into... Uh, I went into research at Notre Dame. Uh, I worked in a few labs, kind of different things regarding uh, counterfeit drug uh, pharmaceutical research. Uh, I worked on some bone biology projects. Um, I worked on uh, uh, imaging uh, and uh, biomechanics of, of like disease tendons. Um, and so those are kind of just like a sampling of research projects. I, I, I really like uh, I, I like the broad aspect of science, and at the time I was just trying to really get my feet wet in as many things as I could. Well, it also sounds like part of the reason that you applied for the program was the mentorship aspect of it. You know, yeah. you were already familiar with Dr. Opara. Um, so can you speak to us a little bit about the mentorship part of the program, um, specifically what mentors you had and what projects you yeah. worked on with them? Yeah. So um, I worked with Dr. Opara, um, and, and I think, uh, you know, there's a wide variety of mentoring styles um, among a lot of the professors, which is great, I think. Um, it gives kind of, you get to see how different, you know, professors work. Uh, you know, with Dr. Opara, you know, you can go in, uh, met with him, you know, I think once a week, and we kind of talk about the research. So Dr. Opara is a pioneer, I think, in islet encapsulation. And so that really, um, he had a lot of really wise knowledge uh, and was able to really talk about the field in depth with me. And uh, that was really a a really great um, experience. I came in very ambitious uh, with my my goals, which is good. Um, I always think that you should be ambitious with your goals um, and sometimes shoot for more than what you think you can get done. Um, but, uh, I, I tackled, I tried to tackle a lot. And so basically with my project, I worked on, um, this microfluidic device, uh, to encapsulate the islet, um, within the alginate, uh, microbeads. I'm wondering what you thought of research maybe before and then after, um, your, uh, experience with working with Dr. Opera and in particular, um, if you could paint kind of a, a picture or, or an impression yeah. of um, is research, and I'm simplifying it, easy or is mm-hmm. research hard and how long research takes to really get at that <laughs> end goal of having an encapsulized um, yeah. cell that, that's going to be able to treat n- diabetes. So, so if you could speak a little bit to that, I think that yeah. would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, going 
into uh, the Wake Forest Summer Scholars Program, I knew that research was hard. Uh, it's very, very <laughs> difficult. Um, someone, I think someone says if you have like a batting average of like 0.2 in research, you're you're like going to be like in the top 1%. So <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, I, I think you find a lot of joy and uh, satisfaction in the you know, 10% to 20% of the things that actually work. Um, but it, it's a, uh, it is a grueling process at times. And, um, I think that, you know, you have to remain driven and have your goals set. Uh, I, I would always, uh, one of the things I learned at Wake Forest that I continue on to this day is to always set, uh, different levels of goals, you know, daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, and I, I realized that through my experience at Wake Forest because I had such a short amount of time. And Dr. Opara kind of told me this, this uh, you know, when I, when I got there, you know, I had two months, and I wanted to do all this stuff, and I told him, I was like, I'm going to do all this stuff. And he said, you know, we need to set our goals <laughs> accordingly. And, um, but it is good to, to, to have, you know, those daily goals, um, which are, you know, stuff that, you know, you think that you can get done in that day. Um, and those help you achieve the weekly goals and the monthly goals and so on. And so those are things that I still take to this day and I think that are important for uh, graduate researchers to, um, to do. Um, and I do think that the, the research, you know, you do have to, when you set those goals, you have to acknowledge that uh, a lot of times uh, they won't work, um, but it just takes determination uh, to get through. Those are very good life lessons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Michael, are you continuing any of these projects now at, at Georgia Tech? And could you maybe speak on what, what your current um, research projects are? Yeah. So I credit my Wake Forest Summer Scholars experience to really jumpstarting my introduction into this field of cell encapsulation, in particular for type 1 diabetes. And so... Right now, in my PhD work at Georgia Tech, um, I'm a first. I just finished my first year, um, and I am working on type one diabetes again, and working on islet encapsulation. But kind of from a different aspect, we're working on um, generating the beta cells, which are part of the, uh, which are the disease uh, cell that is non-functioning in, in a type one diabetic, and so we want to replace those beta cells with um, uh, adult stem cells that we are uh, generating in our lab. Uh, and then we are using uh, biomaterials to um, help aid in that uh, differentiation process of those beta cells. And so that's what my work at, uh, at Georgia Tech is right now. And I guess lastly, um, sort of to wrap us up, do you have any advice yeah for undergraduates who might be thinking about pursuing a career in regenerative medicine? I do. I do. I have a lot of advice. And one of the things that I, I learned way, really early on, uh, and one of the reasons why I even got involved with the Wake Forest Summer Scholars Program is just through my kind of avid reading of either magazine articles and journals, um, books, uh, podcasts, uh, any number of things that kind of expose you to fields um, and that's how I, you know, stumbled across the word cell encapsulation. I decided to look it up and, you know, and then I 
realized that, you know, that's how Dr. Oparo was involved with all that. So, um, but some of the other things, I think even, even one of the uh, things I learned at Wake Forest during the summer was uh, just the, the value in going to all the seminars um, and talks that you can. Uh, I just was, I, can, I loved going to the talks and, and just listening and, and reading and hearing about things that you're not necessarily focused on in your day-to-day work. Um, it exposes you to other ideas and other approaches to ideas that could help you. Um, and those, those things, I think, for undergrads, uh, you know, in their own college, they should always just seek out. There's, they're always pinned up all over boards and emails, the, you know, the talks of this and that, and, and go to a few. I think that they're really helpful. At those talks, uh, one thing that I started to do at Wake Forest and I've continued on is just I always, to try to stay engaged in a lot of those talks, I always try to come up with some unique question that I can ask at the end of those talks um, to the to the person that's talking, and I think that that really engages me, and it makes me start to think about the work that they're doing in um, and how it might relate to me, or how you know something that I find interesting in that work. And so that's something I think asking questions um, either at the talk or afterwards um, is always very is would be is very important. Um, it's just that curiosity that kind of helps you grow in your field and uh, other fields. It gives you the breadth that you need um, to approach your own work. Um, Mm -hmm. And just talking to people, too. I I remember I talked to, I I mean, Wake Forest is blessed to have many, many, many great minds there with Dr. Atala and uh, Dr. Williams. Um, I think that they're, you know, and Dr. Opara and a lot of a lot of really great people who who have uh, really good advice and really, I mean, they they've spent their whole lives. They're experts in what they do. So I think it just to always talk and just kind of be curious and uh, um, and read. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely so. agree. I think those are really great takeaway points. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. This has great. been great. Yeah. Thanks and, for talking yeah, to thank us. Yeah. Thank you. And it's always um, good to get positive feedback and confirmation that the programs that we um, are are looking to bring in, uh, you know, the next great minds, bring those minds and cultivate them and get them excited about regenerative medicine, that um, they are, in fact, doing their job. So it's it's nice to hear that. I can I can only speak good things about the program. It was it was a phenomenal experience. It really was. That's uh, that's definitely, great to hear. Definitely valuable. Very great. Well, we we really do appreciate your time today. Yeah, thank you. That's all for this episode. Be sure to listen next time for the latest in regenerative medicine. This podcast is a production of the Wake Forest Institute for Regenerative Medicine, part of the Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center. For more information, visit our website at www.wfirm.org or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFIRM News.